it's recording this entire time, though. I don't think it's just this one time. Right. Like, I don't think you have to press play for it to record. I think it's no, just it's recording. No, it's been recording this entire time. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, let's start. You know, uh, yeah. Welcome to the No Let's Podcast. Your host, Oso. I'm here with friends KP and Cookie. How y'all feeling? <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. How are you? <laughs> Y'all, I swear nobody is that happy. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that one again. That was yeah, a waste of happiness. We're gonna have to like cut that one short. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that one. Wait, first of all, what are y'all talking about? We're here with a live audience, so. <laughs> stop it stop it did you ever really think that like shows were live shows used have, to be i mean live. that shows yeah shows actually used to be live but did you think that they were actually really like on a set snl is still live but that's like probably the only show that's still live right at this point right uh what, what's was who's live? Well, the live Jimmy Kimmel show, right? Those are the the late night talk shows are live. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, SNL, um, Jimmy Kimmel, um, Stephen Colbert. Uh, what's that? Damn. I think Trevor that, Noah. Yeah, yeah, I know why I couldn't think of the show just now though. The. So are those shows like really recording live at like twelve o'clock at night? Or do they tape these shows? Because I think that there's a stipulation of what it means to be live. Because I know for the Jimmy Fallon show, when I was trying to um get on it to go see it, it was at, it was doing it at like eleven o'clock. I'm like, yo, I'm at work. At eleven o'clock a.m. Eleven a.m. Oh, okay. Because you said eleven, and I'm just like eleven p.m. Because yeah, it is a late night show. Means- Word, like that that sounds right for a late night show, eleven PM. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see even they're laughing with us, you know. Clearly we gave the the wrong nigga the power. Like Right, right. <laughs> you absolutely did. Oh man. But no, seriously, with that being one of the things, right? Like it being like shows that are live, like not really necessarily being live if they're really just recorded. What were some other things that you had believed in or thought were true when, at least when you were as when you were a child? Um, the boogeyman was real. That was always a, <laughs> that's always a good one. Man, that's weak. I thought I was going to be a Power Ranger. Can you imagine my surprise <laughs> when I found out? There wasn't a city getting destroyed, and I would never be a Power Ranger. Man, I'm I mean, still fucking real a, from the shop. You, you still could be a Power Ranger just for Halloween, though. <laughs> I didn't think I would. Listen, My godson is going to be the Red Power Ranger. Zordon never responds to my calls. I'd be trying to beep the nigga all the time. I don't. I don't like this anymore. You have him. You have him in your contacts. Nah, I got a watch, and I try to speak into my watch, and it, it don't work. The thing don't even do the do 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 song. <laughs> I had a scene. <laughs> I had seen, seen a meme. Hold on. I had seen a meme the other day that was like, "You guys need to stop wearing. You guys need to stop wearing your Apple watches with your formal wear. Y'all be looking like spy kids." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> that, that, that imagery just reminded me of that like you're dressed in formal wear and you're thinking you know you're talking into your smartwatch, and there you go talking to who you said it was or, <laughs> or something like that whatever it was did you just make it spanish <laughs> yeah she just she just like do a little do a little espanol thing on it <laughs> stop it stop it no but anyway so i asked because i was I was talking to uh, KP the other day, and we were talking about some of the other dumbest shit that we believed as a child. <laughs> and one of the things that I had brought up was that I really believed that if I left my 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 feet from out of the covers, or if I left them hanging off of the bed when I slept, 
that I would, um, that a ghost would, would essentially like pull my feet. And it was one time that it actually happened. And I swore up and down that it was a ghost that got my feet because I was just so instilled with this fear that this shit was going to happen to me. Later on down the line, though, I grew up figuring it out that it was actually my dad that had done that to me that time. He had pulled my feet. But that was, like, one of the dumbest shit that I believed as a kid. And that even still now, I won't let my feet hang off of the bed or out of the covers because I feel like someone's going to play with my feet. You know what's funny? Um, I'm going to say this, too, because this is definitely necessary. Definitely a PSA to uh, uh, our, our former, our former, uh, what do you call them? Our former guests, uh, Shane Arthur, banned. Banned for life from this show because... Nigga kept trying to tell me how great the the episode three of Lovecraft was, and yo, let me just say, let me just say, this this is it still ties into it, but let me just say, I want to go back to white horror for real, for real, because these black producers and directors are really playing on my actual real fears. I don't give a shit about like a nigga with a knife. I'm gonna fuck up a nigga with a knife. <laughs> But, like, the stuff that black people are actually scared of is being put into these films and series. And when I tell you this was the scariest shit I've seen in a minute, I, yo, unbel- and I watched it at, like, midnight, like, like, <laughs> it was the wrong time. <laughs> but it was funny. Well, thinking of how much you hate feet <laughs> and the fact that we were just talking about feet. Am, am I right to say that it's about feet? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't. It was, it was genuine, <laughs> okay, okay. genuine horror. No, what was funny is that, like, after I watched it, I did not want my feet to be hanging out the covers. Like, everything needed to be within within the, the safety, the, the, the safety of the, the invisibility blanket. He said the invisibility cloak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to feel safe. I had to feel safe. I'm telling yo, y'all gotta watch that. That shit, like, we could watch it together all over again. I don't even know if I'll watch it twice. Like, I'm talking about, like, the last thing that scared me before this was the, the conjuring. Annabelle, Annabelle had some moments too. Annabelle because they scared you with, like, some regular shit. Like, the, the scene where the chick goes downstairs to throw out the garbage and, like, the shit is chasing her. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to take out the garbage. Why does it got to be, like, some crazy animal demon thing down here? Like, versus, like, what what I said has been the prevalent in the last, I don't even know how many years, of they're just being big white dude with a knife chasing in the forest. Nobody, I don't care about that. Jason gets shot. See, I don't know, because that's, that's pretty scary to me. Nah, he gets shot. That's pretty scary. Because I feel like I don't know how to defend myself in that sense. And if somebody comes to me with a knife, that's just going to be scary. Um, You run. You have two legs. You start running. Yeah, but I don't run fast. <laughs> then you do some cardio. I don't know what to you telling me you can't. You telling me you can't get away from a nigga who's walking towards you really <laughs> slow? You already see what happens in the movies. They walk everywhere, but they still wind up where you at. Because yeah, I, I'll be running with no direction. Nigga said, we, nigga said we gonna end up at the police station. You running after me? <laughs> nigga said that's him, officer. <laughs> I'm, running, I'm running into the blood neighborhood. <laughs> he said I'm. Running into <laughs> um, I'm done. He's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run into the crep neighborhood. I'm gonna point and be like, yo, he said Suwu. Exactly. Take the nigga shot. <laughs> Move me over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, see, this is why tag was so important as kids because this is what—that's where you got your, your cross-up game up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have a cross-up game now. I don't know what to tell you. It's too late. I really don't have a cross-up game now. I don't really play sports. Oh, bopped him. Wait. <laughs> tag is not a sport, though, Steph. Yes, it is. You didn't play tag. There's a real. There's a real tag. Tag is a right sport. Now. On uh, on Netflix, I think I'm dead. I keep forgetting to watch that. There's even dodgeball tournaments. There's all of that. I've seen dodgeball. It's all right. Cops and robbers. But there there should be a cops you, and robbers tournament. 
This is Could you imagine all, all your childhood games in a tournament now? Yes, like the floor is lava. That would be like a show. The floor is lava. Uh, tag. Yeah, my god, uh, someone's watching this the other day. <laughs> yeah, but wait, these are, besides the floor is lava, there's a tag? Yes, I saw it. Yeah, there's a real tag tournament. Shut the fuck With like up. a jungle gym and obstacle course between the people, and they gotta jump and weave through them. I saw, I saw it too. I saw clips. Can I tell that you actually how, sounds pretty cool. Can I tell you all the time I played Manhunt on my boy's birthday? I'll never forget that I was chasing this dude that I didn't even know. I met him the same day, and I'm running down the block, right? And I lose track of him. I'm like, yo, where did he go? And then, like, there's, like, a homeless person on the floor under, like, a cardboard, like, tent-type thing. And I'm like, yo, like, I walk, I walk past it, and I walk back, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> It just looked weird. Like I, I was looking at it. I was looking at it too much. And yo, it's the dude, and he jumps up and runs down the block. Like that was the best hiding space I ever seen. He disguised himself as a bum. It was really like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yo, he, he, really took, did that. He, took, he took a cardboard box, folded it over his head, and took like a, a cup from the garbage and was just holding it, sitting on the pl- sitting on the concrete. And I ran right past him. <laughs> yo. That was on some Assassin Creed shit. That is awesome, though. I've never actually played Manhunt, but I have actually, I have actually said that I would like to play it now while a grown up. And I had even told my coworkers we could probably go to like the corn maze and go play Manhunt over you there. You just said you can't even run, so. <laughs> <laughs> so who cares? What do you think you do like ninety percent of this game? Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> I'm gonna be tagged out already in the beginning, like in the first two seconds. But to see like a real a real hood manhunt on Netflix, that would be awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he said a real hood manhunt. <laughs> we got the we got the Reyes family and the Johnson family, ten on ten manhunt. <laughs> But let me ask you this though. They play on one twenty. Could you could you pop could you pop could you possibly play Manhunt all throughout Manhattan? Nah. Well, would that yes, be too big of an area? Way too fucking big. Play, like with like a thousand people each. <laughs> like that's way too big. <laughs> that would be kind of cool though, a citywide Manhunt. We played like three blocks and like ten people. But how would you know who's on whose team? See, that's where, that's where the, that's where the equipment comes in. That's where you start, that's where the show comes up. You got the white tees versus the black tees. You said the black tees versus the I need to be hood stuff. As long as it's hood, that means they're gonna start fighting, they're gonna start fighting when, um, when you, when they find each other. That's gonna be the exciting part. It's gonna be like hockey. They're gonna fight for five seconds and then somebody's gonna be tagged and not tagged. But this is all besides the point. Um, the Flora's Lava itself was a hilarious thing to believe when you were a kid. And jumping from couch to couch and ruining, you your parents, the floor. ruining your parents' furniture. Yep. I know my mom had plastic on our couches. Yeah. Plastic doesn't stop it from being caved in because you jumped on it. Right. That's a fact. <laughs> I'm glad that in this generation we've given up this idea that we can have couches that nobody sits on. I hope we give up the plastic on couches as well. That's just stupid. I don't want to slide off your couch. Or be stuck to Nah, that shit hurt. Yeah. Fat, that, that's what I was worried about, wearing shorts on plastic. Like, not only, not only the plastic, you got the cheap plastic for the couch. And now it's part of my leg permanently. Yes. Or it's sick to your skin. You used to have to like get up off the couch really slow, putting your fingers in between so it could slowly separate Ew. from the plastic. Oh, you got the cheap plastic. <laughs> they had the Dollar Tree plastic. <laughs> <laughs> we said the Dollar Tree plastic. I'm done. No, nigga, because you were sitting there the entire time and it's hot as hell in a room that don't really have an AC. Yeah, because the house, the house that had the plastic couch, it definitely told you to sit on the couch and don't move the whole time. But like I said, I'm glad. That was our living room. I'm glad that we we have changed this because there's absolutely no point 
and having uh, furniture with plastic on it, a living, a family room that nobody goes into, a, um, what do you call that shit? Like a big china cabinet full of dishes you don't use. You don't use. I remember one Thanksgiving, my grandma has never beaten me before. She's like taken out the belt. She might have swatted me like once or twice, my grandma on my dad's side. But the time I really legitimately thought I was going to get beat was the time I thought I was smart and I was fancy and I took a plate out of the china cabinet and I, I dead ass ate off of it. <laughs> and I was like, yo, she looked at the, she, she like walked by me, saw me eating off the plate, doubled back. And it was like in a panic that I ate off these plates. The way though she was about it, you would think the plates were like haunted and the and the ghost was gonna stick to me after that or something like that. <laughs> or that you broke it. <laughs> yeah. Or scratched it. It's yeah, decorative scratched it for some reason. Yeah. Mashed potatoes ain't gonna sm- scratch the plate. <laughs> yeah, but that that spoon you're eating it with, Will. I wish I, I wish I could remember what I was eating. That would be that would be. Good. You probably were like. You probably were like that with the spoon <laughs> on the plate, scratching the shit. Eating some bum ass. I hate that. But decorative plates are stupid. They are. But not necessarily, because I think they do look nice. I just feel like it's a lot of clutter for a minimalist. For a minimalist like myself, I feel like it's a lot of clutter. I wouldn't rock with that. But I feel like when people do have that, it's a sign of them having like some kind of money. You know, when I was a kid, I thought that. So that's, I mean, I'm so rich. I have, I have plates that I don't use. (laughs) Exactly. A living room we do not go into. A coffee table that had coffee on it. I I am, this is wealth. Wealth. (laughs) Well, okay. So then what else do you (laughs) consider to be wealthy as a child then? Since we're talking about thoughts of when we were a kid. So what was To not have roaches in the crib. To not have roaches in the crib. Roaches. When you could go to the store and buy something full price. That's actually big facts. Like you deadass gonna buy Not on sale. You deadass gonna buy like that go that that you could you gonna buy the steak at the supermarket that's nineteen dollars? Woo! Look at those pockets. Baby, we, <laughs> what was that place called? Western Beef in the Bronx that people would go to to go get this. No, 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 no. That's where you would go because you were not going to the supermarket and buying, and buying steak. That's exactly why. You're going to get the bum ass fell off the truck beef from Western Beef. That's what I was talking about. You're, gonna get, you're going to Western Beef to go get your steak. You're going to get 80 pork hot dogs for like $2. Stop it. That's disgusting. That don't even sound attractive. But that's what people it's do. It's probably mad fat compared to everything but else. But that's what people do. <laughs> um, nah. I'm trying to think. What else like told me that somebody was like... I would say somebody that owned a house with a pool. Or owned a house, period. I felt like that was rich. I grew up in a house, so and I didn't really do nothing for me. So, but that's that's what I that's what I considered being rich though because if you had a house that means that you probably had your finances together you know like oh you could afford a house you know or oh you could afford a car like oh shit let alone you were the oldest the you were the oldest six year old on the block you just looking at all these people wow you own a home <laughs> what's your four two what's your two or four k looking like. <laughs> I just invested it's not this a year. It's a 401k. I, I don't fucking <laughs> listen. See, you've been doing this for a long time. You crunch your numbers no. for taxes, see, right? <laughs> she been doing this since she was eight. No, 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 no. But comparing to like me living in an apartment, if we were going to someone's house to go visit in another state, that meant that they had money to me. We used to go to Jersey all that. the time to a friend's house, and it was huge. This house was huge. That's actually interesting. I look at that as they got a big ass apartment. <laughs> like their apartment's just a bigger apartment than mine. <laughs> I got so many floors in your apartment. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The apartment I had in co-op actually is the same, pretty much the same apartment that cause that KP grew up with. Like that apartment was bigger than most people's houses. So. 
it really it really wasn't saying nothing. And then after that, I mean, I was at my grandma's house. So it's like an actual house didn't signify wealth, but I don't know, just things. Like, you just had, like, nice things that everybody wouldn't have. I feel like whoever had the first platform. You would have the living room. You would have the living room you can't sit in. Yeah, that that said that said a lot to me. Um, if you could host, if you could host Thanksgiving, sort of, if you could host Thanksgiving, and there were no, and there were no like plastic chairs, like that, that's that's money. He said you could host Thanksgiving, but no plastic chairs. Because I'm saying you could wow. host, you could host Thanksgiving, and there's some people got to take the chairs from outside and put them inside to accommodate everybody, and there's somebody who actually has like 12 to 15 actually nice chairs to sit in. If half the do. people don't have to sit on no, the what they did was they rented that. That's what they did. They rented that. They didn't have the actual 15 chairs. Mm, in my family, they actually had the chairs. Where okay, where were these chairs stored then? Because my God, this is that is a lot. It's a long story, but I'm telling so, you, we sat. Y'all renting chairs? His grandmother owning chairs? I had to sit on the floor. That, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If the kids, if the kids can get their own table, that that's saying that's some money. Damn, then yeah. I feel I feel pretty okay with that because I had a table. <laughs> I had a, no, like we a had a real, kids a table. Real table to sit at? Nah. Yeah, I mean it was folded, so no, maybe That's not. That's not a real table, nigga. <laughs> I actually had a kitchen table. It got four legs and the top. Nah, but our kitchen so table, we had legs. a kitchen table, like a like KP was saying. Well, can 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 you move your kitchen table around? Like now it's in the bedroom. Now it's in the living room. Is it that kind of file yeah, folded on the table? It wasn't. It wasn't okay. bolted into the floor. No. It wasn't bolted. Is that what you're trying to apply? That's, That's not the point. I don't you think that was a kitchen table. You couldn't fold up his nice Victorian wooden table. That's the point. Damn! I actually had a fucking big ass wooden table. So did I. And we had a, really a nice. big ass six six person dining room table at one point. I'm sorry, it was eight people. It had a leaf in the middle. That's what it was that you can add more chairs to it. But we had it was eight people that could sit at that dining room table. Yeah, when I discovered I don't know how many people sit at my table. No what? When I discovered what a leaf was (laughs) that I mean I'm saying that said something. That said something. What do you mean? You you didn't know what a leaf was until when? I don't know. I feel like not until not. I mean, when somebody first like pulled their table apart and put another piece inside, it was like, oh shit. <laughs> I think so. That's what I'm saying. I think that that signified some money to me also. Like you got a transformer table. <laughs> you know what? Thinking about it, I guess you're right because. Who would have thought to get a table that fits that many people? You know, you would get, you would just commonly get a four, four person chair. I mean, four person table. Yeah, if the table at my grandma's would fit, uh, 12. And then where my family would go for Thanksgiving, at one point we sat, I think, 18 people. But that was at two different. There was at no, actually it was 24 people when we had two different dining room tables. But that was when she had a dining room that she didn't use, and then another dining room she actually sat at, and then another actual like breakfast table, a breakfast nook, if you will. When you got nooks in your house, you got some money. Yeah, when you got nooks, you got money for real. <laughs> oh, you, when you have a pantry, you got money. But it's my pantry you walk into. Ooh, yes. Yeah. When you have a pantry you can walk into, yes, you got money. Now I think about it, my boy got a pantry he can walk into, but not a closet he can walk into. You gotta have both. Nah, son, what you think? He a rapper, son? Nah, that's big, big money. You gotta walk in the closet in the walk-in pantry. That might as well be a mansion. I got an indoor pool, I got an outdoor pool. <laughs> and I got a cat. Yeah, that's a fact. That's <laughs> he 
think y'all dead ass. I've seen the houses that have indoor and outdoor pools. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Um, Could you imagine that water bill, though? Well, speaking of even being, a, even like seeing these things, when you saw these things in people's houses, was it like you looked at it and you wished that it was in your own? Or was it just like... I can't... Or was it, or did it feel like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what, when you saw something that signified somebody had money to you, right, when you saw this when you were a kid, did you see it as something that would be attainable in your adulthood, or did you see it like, oh, that, they rich, I'm never going to have nothing like that? I wished for it. Um, shit. But I've never seen somebody else's thing that made me think, yo, I could never get that. What kind of, I don't know. I definitely know people who have been like that. Who just been like, I, 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 I would say I personally wished for it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't envy them. I would think that at some point I could have it, but I would just have to work hard towards that, you know, because I grew up in a household where both my parents worked super hard. My dad worked two jobs. He was a super and he worked in a bakery in the early mornings. So it was like my dad had two jobs. My mom had the one, but my mom held down the crib and my dad had like two jobs. So I were, I lived in a household where every, where my parents were always working. And my parents well, were always busy and they always were able to attain what they wanted because they worked hard, you know? I can say from my own childhood and having like living with my mom, my grandma on one end and then living with my grandparents on the other end, and my, I mean, my mom and my grandma had a, had an apartment. My, um, have a co-op apartment, and then my, uh, my grandparents had their home. And it was like, with my mom, my grandma, my grandma, my mom worked hard. And especially my grandma, I get whatever the hell I wanted to. Like, the, the brand, name brand, everything at that time. But then when my grandma passed away and it was just my mom, things are like noticeably different even as a kid. And at that point, I couldn't have everything anymore. So it was kind of like, I understand on this end, I can't just have whatever. There's some things that we may not have, you know what I mean? But then on my grandparents' side, where they both always worked, they had a house, Um, it always seemed like it was more of... I have a lot more than other people, you know what I mean? So it wasn't even, like, anything for me to, like, look up to and think, like, oh, I'm never going to have this because I already I already got I got two or three of those at my grandma's house, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just seeing that, seeing seeing two sides of the world in that way um, kind of shaped my perspective. Do you feel like your family came across having that money though or do you think that they had to budget and put aside that money like no it's about how, like how, how exactly do you feel they would have attained the, those funds or would have been able to get to get all of those things it's about perception and i i've said that a lot i said a lot every day and then i say that a lot on the podcast also i say it here and there on the podcast that you know my grandma was an immigrant and they came from less but my great grandma came here and worked her ass off and worked the the realtor the realty market until she had millions in her account. Well, her her network was millions, and um, I feel like just having that that immigrant mentality means you're gonna come here and get more. Everything is new. You're just gonna keep building and building and building. So everything that was had with my mom and grandma was worked for, and then on my grandma and my grandpa's side, I mean their parents owned homes so it's not anything for them to own homes too you know what i'm saying but what i'm saying about perception is people who i'm not trying to put everybody into a single box but sometimes like when you're renting an apartment your your height of perception could be that you're going to rent an apartment too you know what i mean like that's just what the norm is going to be your parents drove a shitty car so you're going to drive a shitty car your parents had a bum ass job, so you're gonna have a bum ass job. There's nothing, there's nothing to, you don't see more than that, so you don't do more than that. With some people, other people, when they finally have seen more, their perception is a lot greater in which they reach a bit higher than that. You know what I'm saying? You can't reach for higher until you know there's, there's more out there. 
to aspire. Right. You have to want to aspire to have all of that. Yeah. Right. So on both ends, so on both ends, because the perception was so high, they had things. Things were regular. Like for some people, like even like in my mom's case, like I said, my mom, you know, she was a single mom. She struggled. She wasn't living without a car, though, because that was part of her perception of reality. There are other people who a car is completely out of their reach. They're in this. They live in New York. Um, they're not paying insurance and rent and and uh and a and a and a, and a car note and all that shit. That's just not in. That's not in the cards. It's not in the perception. But because my mom always had a car, all everybody else in my family got cars, even though they're in New York. It's part of her perception. Therefore, she always had her car. And the same for you. I mean, you got your car. You got your car. You haven't looked back because it's part of your perception. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love the fact that I got my car. But so here's here's the crazy thing about it, too. And I didn't I didn't learn my lesson at that point. And I feel like even now I still didn't learn my lesson. But fuck it. It happens. So when I got my first car, when I lived in New York, it was not necessary for me to have a car. But because I had a license, I said, fuck it, I'm going to get a car. Okay. So I go to the dealership. I went there with $500. And I basically told the guy, I want to get a car. I don't care how much it's going to cost. I just want to be able to get a car. I got out of there not paying a lot because I was able to to get it through a credit union, like my my uh, my loan for the car. But I wound up having to pay like $246 on that a month on my car. Damn. And I had to pay like $400-something for insurance. So the 200 and something wasn't bad for the car. But what killed me was my insurance because I was a brand-new driver. And I had to pay that for a good two years. Now, had I been smart about it and actually listened to my mother before, I would have set aside that money so then I can purchase my car outright. Right. And that was something that I didn't do. So I learned my lesson then. I went ahead and I figured I might as well, like, not own a car anymore and shit like that. So this was, like, after my car accident. Like, everything was already paid off. I was like, damn, now, now I feel a sigh of relief. I don't have a car payment I got to pay anymore. But then I moved. Then at that point, I was I was moving to New Jersey, and I needed to get another car. And that was the reason why I needed to get this one here. But I hadn't saved the money on the side for me to get this this particular car. But again, payments are still the same. However, I pay much less for insurance now too because I'm already an experienced driver. I've been driving for almost ten years now. Well, let me say this too. I mean, just just going back to perception. How many people mm-hmm. have seen you with your car in the city and was like, "I don't know how you have a car." Tons of people. Like, that's my. That's exactly what I'm saying. Tons of people would tell me that because mm-hmm. it's in terms of their perception, it's just not in the cards. It's just not something they could even fathom. But that's why it goes into, um, but that's why we, you know, like you said, you have to aspire. And that's why budgeting is so important because once you start having that money and you can start buying stuff, then what you, then your aspirations turn into things that you can actually do. Yeah, absolutely. I, when I was younger, I would also say that I didn't really grasp the, the knowledge of money as much as I do now. So when I was younger, I didn't really know how to budget. Um, I was well over my head in debt at some point too, because I was just spending, spending, spending. I wasn't looking at my account the way I was supposed to, keeping track of where my money was going. I just felt like I would look at my account, see money was there and I would spend it, not realizing that payments still haven't come out yet. Right. So back then I never used to budget, but now I'm a stickler to the point where if I see 10 cents out of, out of, out of the norm, I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to be researching it until I figure out where these 10 cents came from, you know, or what exactly, what exactly did I miss budget? But there's, there's times where I've come across people who tell me that they don't budget at all, you know. I I feel like people should have some sense of idea of where their money is going so then they can set down those goals and figure out what is it that they're wanting to do so they can get to those things that they want, well, you know. Well, because then with, with a lot of people, their idea of 
the idea of having a budget is synonymous of being poor. And it's not about being poor. As you just said, for me, it's the very same. It's just understanding where is my money going? What do I actually spend money on? And just regulating that, you know, uh, making a little bit less, making a little bit more, whatever has to happen. But as long as you understand and are responsible for the, the history of where your money gets spent, then it'll help you in the long run. It'll help you in the future. So, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but see, <laughs> see, but here's the thing though, too, because even as grown adults, some people don't even take accountability for what for what they do and and how they spend their money. Because I had a I had a friend who I was talking to at some point. And she was telling me about one of the calls that she had at work, at work where she actually had the the per, like the, the caller escalate on her because the woman just did not want to take accountability for her own actions as well. Um, she had filed in a dispute for a package that she apparently wanted to cancel. Uh, Walmart still had apparently charged her for it. So she put in a dispute. However, on the day that she put in the dispute, she had just received the credit from Walmart for what she had disputed it for. So two months ago, she made this dispute and she had an extra like almost $400 in her account at this point in time when the, when the, when the dispute happened. Mm, okay. I already see what happened. Never did she, never did she call us within those two months. Never did she even say, hmm, I have an extra, I have a surplus of $400 in my account. Where is this coming from? Let me go ahead and call my bank. Okay. Never said, never did any of that. So when she finally received the notification stating that the bank was going to take back the money that they credited to her as a provisional credit, she started flipping on, on my friend. She basically just told her, you know, it doesn't make any sense. This isn't my fault. You got, you guys were dropping the ball. You guys are the reason why I'm in this mess that I'm in now. You guys, you guys, you guys. And she just kept putting blame on, on my friend, like on, basically on the bank. And so I'm, I, like, I'm listening to her tell me this and I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I would have noticed if I would have had an extra $400 in my account. Personally, Especially I would have noticed that. Exactly. So you mean to tell me that you got this $400 in your account and you didn't bother to call the bank and say, hey, by the way, I don't know where this $400 came from? She was hoping, I think, I think that part of it was she was hoping to double it. And that's just, that's very high speculation on my part. But what's a lot more likely is she had that extra money in her account. She didn't know it was extra and she already counted on how she was going to spend it not being aware that this is going to be removed because like you said she didn't simply call the bank yeah but this is how a lot of people live day by day too though and it was a really it was a really big like just i mean and i get it a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck and i do understand that because i'm still pretty much in the same boat too living paycheck to paycheck but that's because i put a lot of my money to the side and you know i i, I have every dollar i have every, i have a job for basically every dollar yeah, you know what not, i mean that's so not paycheck to paycheck though i mean okay so maybe you're right maybe you're right but you're right because i'm at, i'm at least putting money away to save so no you're absolutely right that's not living paycheck to paycheck exactly paycheck to paycheck but, means once i get my paycheck is gone before i have it <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy yeah but, that's, but that's to be but to, to be frank with you though that's how i feel like it goes with my paycheck because it goes in my account one day and then it's right back out my account the next but that's different cuz we budget and part of part of being on a budget at least at least where we budget a little bit more extremely is more or less pretending to be poor and and almost literally pretending like you just have no money because it's in savings but this is an important part one of the most important things i learned about budgeting and saving money is paying yourself first and people think that that's just i don't know i'm gonna get nice sandwiches some bullshit like that no you treat yourself like a bill that you have no that you have no control over paying and you pay yourself first, and that's where you put, that's where your money is for your goals or 
you know, I need to get this house in your case. I need to get this car. I need to whatever has to happen. That's the money for you. I need to pay off this car. I need to pay off this car. That's the next freaking goal too. Jesus Christ. But that's the that's that's a that's a fundamental um fundamental part of budgeting that people just really and truly don't understand. And to me that's step one. Um step yeah. one is paying yourself first. Step two is pretending to be broke. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I don't know if you came across that article that I posted in the group at one point uh, about self wealth. The noodle, uh, the noodle budget one. No, no, not the noodle budget, sir. It's about it's about like how people remain wealthy but don't necessarily flaunt it type of a thing. Like how to be self, like how to be self in your wealth type of a it's thing. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the word right. People think. I don't know what it is that people are so, um, I mean, it's a psychological issue, obviously, but I don't know what it is that so many people are still so concerned over showing wealth versus having wealth in terms of what I feel like you're trying to say here. Like you can, you can have your $300 pair of Jordans and anybody sees the Jordans that you have. And I hate using that as an example, but that's just, I feel like that's always the go-to for so many people. But, um, and it's here. You can either show off the Jordans or you could have $300 in your account, you know, $300 invested. You could have $300 flip doing something else. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the psychology is behind that. I mean, in my case, $300 I'm going to flip, but that's also because I pretend to be broke and, you know, I can go ahead and buy the $300 sneakers or I can do as much research as I do to find sales and find coupons and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you have to have this year's clothing? That's a lot different for men because men don't really do, you know, I'm going to buy the fall line of this or whatever. <laughs> KP, are you, are, you buying, are you buying a new coat every year? No. But that's another thing that I noticed that people do a lot too. Every year they have to buy a new coat. Um, What's the point of that? Every year I probably buy boots. But like Yeah, I gotta buy boots. But see, my thing is you always gotta have more shoes to offset the other shoes. So even though I have last year's boots, they're like halfway worn. And if I wear them all throughout the winter, they're gonna be completely done and it's gonna go from I want some boots to I need some boots. So I'm gonna buy the new ones, wear them sometimes, so that I still have mine from the year before too. You know what I'm saying? But what you're saying is, in other people, like, nah, it's it's it's. Uh, and I know this, and I know this with some people who are just like, oh, it's October, I gotta buy boots. It's October, I gotta buy a jacket. I gotta buy a sweater. You're gonna spend a thousand dollars on your winter gear, and you still got winter gear from last year. I still got my jacket from last year, and actually, I love that jacket. I got my coat from two years ago. I still have it. Matter of fact, I have a jacket that I had from mad years ago. I have a, I had a jacket. I recently threw it out, but um, I had a jacket that I had in high school, and I just like I. Had, I've had a coat for like six years, nigga. I said, not saying with your coat. <laughs> That was 12 years ago. I just, I don't know. I hadn't worn it for a long time, then I saw it, I kind of fixed it up, and I just started wearing it again. And you know what? People love when I wear that jacket, so. You know what, though? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Because I still have some clothes from when I was in high school. Oh, that Yankees jacket, the green Yankees jacket I have that everybody likes? That's a that's that jacket is I don't remember it's my cousins or my dad's. That jacket is from the nineties. I just kept it up. Do you think people still do hand me downs? I don't think a lot of people still do hand me downs. I don't know. I mean technically I mean I don't know. what I just said about the jacket is technically a hand me down. I don't really consider it that, but I find I mean it's new to you. <laughs> That's Why are you laughing? I'm being that serious. So it's only a hand-me-down if you saw your older brother or whatever wearing it for like two years, and then he gives it to you. But if you've never seen it before, then it's new to you. It's not a hand-me-down. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. 
Y'all gotta stop. I mean, to me, y'all gotta stop. <laughs> to me, with the with the with the jackets, at least it was just like these are things that people are looking for. Like even with the Jordans, a lot of people don't realize because they're not old enough, and I'm showing my age here. A lot of the Jordans we have now are just re-released Jordans from before. So in terms of yes. so in terms of me talking about these jackets, these jackets are being re-released now, <laughs> and I still have this one from the yes. '90s, and I don't have to spend five hundred dollars to get it. You have the OG jacket exactly, and it looks better. and you could probably sell it for for thousands too. I honestly could, and you know what? In terms of going to Florida, fuck it, <laughs> I might. <laughs> He said in terms of going to Florida. I don't know heavy ass leather. I don't know heavy ass leather jacket. I got my bubble coat. I got a leather. I got my green leather jacket. I threw out the black one. I threw out the burgundy windbreaker joint. Um, I mean wind. I mean y'all seen it? A rain jacket's my shit, really. To be honest, though, it does still get chilly in Florida. I think you get chilly. Okay, maybe it is just me, but it does get chilly out here. Last year, October, when I came over here to visit, it was one of the coldest days of the year. How cold was it? I'm going to say like 40 degrees, 30 degrees. Wow. The fucking disrespect. The fucking disrespect. The buttons are hilarious. I forget that we had them. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, it's just it's just like a, I mean, just in in the terms of that we use for stuff like that. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna wear no hand me down. And I and you know what? And you know what? I understand that. I mean, just as like a believer of when somebody wears something, their energy is tied to it. So you don't want to just put something on that somebody else had. Um. At the same time, cool shit is cool shit. And what's the real difference when people go to thrift stores and all that stuff? You're just taking a hand-me-down from somebody else. You're taking a hand-me-down from somebody you don't know. And you're paying for it. <laughs> like, it's, it's, you don't, like, when you are buying Jordans on, what is that shit called? Um, damn, I like these, I like these, these websites like East Bay and Cruzy and shit like that. You're, you're, you're taking a hand-me-down from somebody else. Not on East Bay. Oh, I thought East Bay was one of those sites. I don't really use it, obviously, but I'm saying... No, StockX. But I'm saying... There's when, another one. When somebody wears the Jordans one time, and they put them on a website to resell them for $300 or $500, whatever, because they're the only ones left, and you buy them, that's a hand-me-down, good sir, that you spent $500 on. Somebody else put their crusty-ass feet in those shoes before you did. He said crusty. Crusty. God damn. Why they get, why they shoot gotta be crusty? Cause I know they're crusty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> crusty yellow toes with scratching the floors and shit. I mean, we know I don't deal with feet. We said Disgusting. Actually, I don't know if that's part of yeah, pre production or I don't know if that's part of the actual episode, but yeah. No, we mentioned it when we were talking about that episode of Lovecraft that you were watching. Oh yeah. And I said, Oh, you must it must be about feet if you really didn't like it. No, no. I encourage you guys to just go watch the show. I encourage all of our listeners, it's not a plug. It comes with HBO, nine PM on Sundays, cats <laughs> Um No, actually the show it already ended. Uh the season finale came on or whatever, but I just started watching it and my family saw about it on our Zoom yesterday too, but um I think it's really great. You guys should watch it. I don't know why more people don't. I don't know what pushed me to do it. I'll put it on. It's just that right now we're we're, we're finishing up Moesha, and then we're gonna watch the Moesha. You watching a hand me down ass show, Moesha? What I really want to watch <laughs> is fucking Martin. That's what I really want to watch. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna watch after this. I'm gonna watch The Wire again, or rather, finish The Wire. Like talk about a hand me down show. Moesha is from the nineties. The Wire is from 2000. 2000s. It's from the 2000s. And The Wire is a much better show. I wouldn't even compare these. Like, <laughs> But we should get serious, okay? Especially when her brother gets Seriously on the show. boring. What happened to her brother? Yo, you're fucked up. Ray J, when Ray J goes on to the show. Okay. Does it get, does it get poked up like in Degrassi or like what? 
<laughs> poked up is not what happens in Degrassi. He got poked up. Oh, wait, it does with JT. Yeah, exactly. You ain't got a real watch. All right, we're not saying no Degrassi. Listen, I like Degrassi. Degrassi was a good show. That's how you knew you were rich, too, yo, if you were able to watch Degrassi. Why would you have to? Final thoughts. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say final thoughts. <laughs> Wrap it up. Like... <laughs> That's what it was. If you if you watch the grass, then you have money. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> That's amazing. I need that in everyday life. <laughs> if somebody asked me a question, they just talking too much, I just hit that button. Um. So final thoughts on financial responsibility. And hand me downs. If you need budgeting help, please hit me up. I will be more than happy to run over a budget with you, just so you can look at your finances and get your your stuff together. It's almost going to be 2021, so let's make this our year to become owners and to get out of this rut of a mess that we're in with this, you know, financial wealth gap that we're currently in. And if you and if you need help with your budget, hit me up and I'll help you better than her for five dollars less. Just put on just put in the code. Wow, uh, I wasn't even charging anything. Code I wasn't even charging anything. For uh the five dollar discount and you get a and you get a a sixteen ounce coquito on me. Um hit us up now, no let's podcast at Gmail, no let's podcast, Twitter, no let's podcast uh IG. Oh, and um, y'all should be financially responsible. Go ahead, KP. <laughs> Just got to make sure you finish. All I was going to say was underspend and oversave. UBI. Ooh, ooh, hold up. I like that. I like that. Underspend and oversave. You heard it here first. I think that's going to be the title. I like that. It was really nice though. It was really catchy. Nigga, nigga, that's the title of his book. Okay. You sleep. The title of his book. I'm done. Self self help. Uh, KP Lovecraft. I'm about to put on Lovecraft. I'm actually kind of interested now. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. Nah, I kind of. I'm about to go to nah, a fair. That ass. I kind of want us to watch episode three all together. Like, like, yo. When I tell no no let me let me cut this off because <laughs> all right we'll holla at you. Bye. So we'll just make sure to cut it. There. Hey yo.